All right, apologize. My, uh, I got a phone call and my video cut off. Uh, so as I was saying, the Song of Songs is celebrating. It is a God-inspired book that celebrates the physical relationship, the sexual relationship between a husband and a wife. And this is kind of uh, where I want to press in on application here today. Uh, there is there there are a ton of warnings in Scripture about the danger of sexuality outside of God's design, uh, from Genesis to Revelation. There are warnings about how it, how uh, again sexual relationships outside of God's designs are are dangerous. How they tear apart families. How they tear apart communities. How they damage individuals' lives. Not to mention again the most important thing how they separate us from a relationship with God in our sin. And there's lots of, and all of those warnings that scripture gives us, um, we, need to, we need to teach those warnings, but we don't need to let those warnings keep us from celebrating what God has called us to celebrate. And this is what a lot of people do. A lot of people look at the danger of, of something, and if it's used incorrectly, and they allow that to press them to an extreme where they don't celebrate what should be celebrated. And this certainly happens with sexuality. Um, we, uh, we, we, one problem that I know I have, I feel in my gut. We look at the Song of Solomon and we say, this is, this is risque. This should not be in the Bible. They should not be talking like this. They should not be talking about these things. They shouldn't be talking about this physical relationship between a husband and a wife. Those things are, um, you don't talk about those things. Those things are shameful. And uh, if we're not careful, we can be like the disciples who, when Jesus was teaching and when Jesus was doing ministry, the disciples thought that they knew better than Jesus what his ministry should be. And they began to tell Jesus, Jesus, don't say this, say this. Jesus, don't do this, do this. The disciples thought they knew better uh, what Jesus's ministry should be and what his teaching should be than Jesus did. And if we're not careful, um, we will take the dangers that are in incorrect uses of sex, and we will allow that to push us into this shameful territory where we look at sex only in a negative light. And when we see the Bible talking positively about sex, and then we will say, then we will say, no, Bible, that shouldn't be in there. Bible, you don't know what you're talking about. Listen, we don't need to tell God what needs to be in his word. We don't need to tell God what needs to be in his word. We need to receive it. And as a community, as a people uh, who are walking in a relationship with God, we should be a people who celebrate love and the physical relationship between a husband and a wife. We should celebrate that when it's done properly. We should teach our children uh, that marriage is a beautiful thing and the relationship between a husband and a wife, the physical relationship between a husband and a wife is a beautiful thing. God uses that um, uh, in in the relationship with the husband and the wife, God uses that to produce children that he uses, that he raises up uh, to bless the nations. They're like arrows in our quiver, we read in the book of Proverbs. So we need to celebrate it uh, and we need to uh, teach our children to celebrate it. We don't want our children to grow up with uh, a repressed view of sexuality. This is what happens. We're going to get to this in 1 Timothy. I'm preaching through 1 Timothy on Sunday mornings. And what happens in 1 Timothy is there are some people who want to take unnecessary, uh, to, to practice unnecessary and unbiblical abstinence away from a marriage and away from the physical relationship, but that doesn't keep them away from sexual sin. Paul says that actually leads them to practice sexual sin even more. 
in the same way, when we're shame, when we act like all sex is shameful and we act like it's a bad thing that we shouldn't practice and, we, and that's something we don't talk about, that doesn't lead our children not uh, to uh, practice sexual sin. That actually pushes them into sexual sin. When we try to cover it up with shame, Satan uses that to plant a seed in their heart that makes them want to pursue it. So what we need to do is we need to say, no, 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 there are dangers. There are dangers and you don't need to apply this. You don't need to practice this unbiblically. But man, this is created by God. And it's in his word that this physical relationship is good. And let's celebrate it. And let's uh, uh, let's encourage our children to pursue marriage and to pursue this relationship, to abstain from that until they get to marriage so that they can practice it in the right way. And uh, let's pray. Let's pray today that God would give us healthy, loving relationships between husbands and wives, that the physical relationship between husbands and wives in our community would be what God wants it to be. And we as uh, we as a church uh, would encourage our children to pursue marriage and to pursue this kind of relationship in marriage and that we would have a healthy view of what God has created here. Let's pray. Father, we are thankful for the gifts that you've given us, Lord, and what an incredible gift marriage is. What an incredible gift the physical relationship in marriage is. You are such a good God. You have created this, God, and help us not to be ashamed of it. Help us to stay away, Lord, from the dangers of entering into relationships incorrectly, God, and using our bodies in shameful ways and in immoral ways. God, keep us away from that. But Lord, show us the joy and the beauty and the power that exist in the relationships that you've given us between husbands and wives. Lord, I pray for our husbands and wives, our marriages across our congregation, across our community. Lord, I pray that they would be practiced uh, in a way that pleases you, in a way that you designed them to. Uh, God, we pray that uh, you give them this love this is talking about. They commit themselves to each other, uh, that they give their bodies to one another in a, in a joyful way. And Lord, I pray our children would be raised up not to have a not to view sex in a shameful way or to have a guilty conscience about any kind of sex. Lord, we pray that you keep them pure. Lord, I pray for our children that you would keep them away from the world's definitions and the world's practices of sexual immorality. But by And one of the ways that you do that, Father, is that you show them what it's supposed to be in marriage and you help them to reserve their heart and reserve their body for a physical and a loving relationship in marriage. God, I pray for those that that are not married. Lord, I know that you that, that is not your plan for all. I pray. I know that for many people in our congregation, Lord, it may be that that time has passed and it's never coming again. Or, or Lord, uh, that's just not your plan for them. Lord, I pray that you uh, fulfill them in a relationship with you. Lord, that you would show them the love you have for them, and that they would be content with that. Lord, and that you would help them to, uh, Lord, to encourage others to pursue you with all of their heart. God, we love you. Uh, we pray all this in Jesus' name.